Seven is a number, both prime and divine. Seven yeah. is a number, both prime and divine. Seven is a do. number, both prime All and divine. Seven is a number, Check both prime and divine. United like the Justice League, we unlimited. Five transformed into seven, magnificent amalgamation. Super Saiyan, we ain't playing. 106.5 is the radio station. Triple Nation is the name of the tribe. 610-267-215. All around the globe in every area code. Online, on air, whatever the mode. Days and nights, live or recorded. Listeners rewarded with the rawness. Keeping it flawless like a Batman plan. Jedi flips or a Spider-Man handstand. Peace to every geek we stand for. From Kronos to the bottom city of Candor. We about to catch wreck. Turn up your set, black triples on deck. Y'all know what time it is. Black triples in your area. Let's go. Hey there, hi there, ho there, cats and kittens, children of all ages. Welcome to another Thursday evening, which means it's another brand spanking new episode of Your Black Trouble! I love how all of our air horns are like very quiet for consideration of our neighbors during quarantine in the middle of the week. Yeah, screw neighbors. I don't care. <laughs> We're getting better at it. We're getting better at it. <laughs> My name is Len, a.k.a. The Bat Tribble. And as always, I am coming to you live on this beautiful stream yard on YouTube and Facebook. And look who I have with me tonight. Hey, V-Trigger here, Dark Joker Zentrible. How you doing? And we also have Bam! I'm blown away. I got a shot. I got a shot. Favorite good ghoul gone bad gave the horror triple for spooky stuff. And we also have Boom! What to do? Up in the fitness, doing these burpees. You weak suckers could never hurt me. It's the Super Saiyan trouble up in the building. Much love. Uh, you call those verses? I'll give you verses right here. So hood up to no good. You won't, but you would. Yeah, I did not think so. Drink low that bottle of yak that you pouring. I'm soaring on these suckers, scoring like Embiid. What you need is black triples in your body till you bleed. Smart like Reed, Richard smacking. Not gonna use that word. Your man, our son, the voice of reason, aka the super <laughs> triple plan steel, the comic book Jedi, that dude that does so many things at one time, multitask triple. Your man, I'm in your basement right now. <laughs> you look like it. And we have also the first lady of Tribbles. Bling! Oh, yes. Hello. Oh, sorry. Hi. What's up? It's your girl Kennedy, also known as that Mikey chick, better known as the Storm Tribble, also known as the Everyday Phillies Bay, coming to you live from the 215 till the day I die. What's well, really good? Happy Black History Day month. Every day. Every day. <laughs> Always. And joining us tonight, ladies and gentlemen, straight out 
of the House of Diesel Funk, we have our very special guest who is walking us into the infinitum, my man, Tim Fielder. Hello, guys. How's it going? Hello. What's up? What's up? Thank you guys for having me tonight. I really appreciate it. What a guan, man. It's good to see you again. You've been in the lab. Yeah, I have. I disappeared offline for about two years uh, because I was working on this thing called Infinitum. And uh, Infinitum and Afrofuturist Tell. I am, um, I got a crazy book deal for with HarperCollins. And uh, they lost their minds and signed me to a book deal. (laughs) And and 280 something fully digitally painted pages later, we have what I call an Afrofuturist epic. I want to do something that looks like everybody on the screen here characters that have backgrounds and they. Men, women, in between, gay, straight, didn't matter. I wanted the whole kid in caboodle. I wanted big armies, big armies with mechs, laser rifles, laser cannons, spaceships, Hannibal crossing the mountainscape. I wanted the whole thing all in one book. You want it all. Damn, near killed me, but I got it all in one book. Jesus. All right. All right. Well, and we're going to be talking about... He's in there too in the background. <laughs> Ninjas, <laughs> robots, <laughs> little people, trolls, onions, all that stuff. Did you say <laughs> onions? You, you think no, I'm joking. I said funyuns, duh. You think I'm joking. Funyuns in there too. <laughs> With laser cannons. Oh <laughs> Why wouldn't they be? Better believe it. I, I, I do believe it. And we're. We're going to be talking about it all night, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to each and every one of you checking in on Facebook as well as on YouTube. Uh, Look here. We have uh, a, I don't, hmm. You read that, Kennedy. Ampusarov, who is at work but had to catch us at least once live in our final year. Hey, what? Well, thank you. Thank you. Look, uh, Liz Wilkerson is, hey. is checking us out. What's up, Liz? How you doing, Liz? Uh, Liz, I'm actually going to be reaching out to you in a couple of days, so uh, stay tuned. George Kimona says, Randy, are you in the Silence of the oh. Lambs basement? Wow. <laughs> That's actually a whole human skin right there. <laughs> oh. All right. How about on the skin? Hold on, hold up, though. Len, check out Commander Carmona coming out with the shots fired. Hit him with the Kirk (laughs) tactic. Shoot first. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know. That's that's how he that's how he does. That's how he does. (laughs) Um Eternal Teen says, final year. What? Yes, ladies and gentlemen. If you did not miss the memo, this will be the last year of the Black Tribbles. We are going to be signing off uh the air this April at the uh, in the end of April. Look, uh, yes, Tim. Uh we we are signing off after 10 years of broadcasting. Uh the Black Tribbles will be signing off the air, but we are going to be going off in style 
ladies and gentlemen, because we we announced it, but we have to give an update that the weekend of April 16th and 18th, the Black Tribbles will be going for the world's longest live podcast, which we have just upped it to 60 hours straight. 60 hours nonstop live podcasting that we will be bringing to you live over the weekend of April 16th through the 18th, my birthday weekend. So we're going to be... <laughs> you know it's going to be wild. Tim, I don't know. I'm going to pause you because Len was on a roll and I hate to interrupt him when he's on a roll, but I'm, I'm going to have to because you've never seen Len on a roll like period. Len Wild is a whole other fall box. Tribbles <laughs> and triplets. Let me tell you, me and the Master Triple have seen firsthand yes. what can happen when you party with this triple. Oh my goodness, hey, look who it is, just in time. Hey, I'm sorry. I thought I was ready and I wasn't. <laughs> I'm getting my, Len, I'm getting my audacity up. Don't worry, don't worry about it. your audacity. You don't need it. Fuck. You don't need it. Oh, okay. You don't need it. <laughs> Just introduce yourself. What's up, good people? It is your Uncanny Tribble, a.k.a. Amalgam Tribble, a.k.a. Bruce Leroy Tribble. Shut up, no. In the building, I apologize for my tardiness. Don't worry. Don't worry. Oh, I was about to say you had somebody who who uh, came in right after you, but he just dipped out again, so I can't bring him on. Uh, oh. So Are it's all good. Just in time, I was feeling... Um, Tim in on the Lenanigans, the, the Len shenanigans, and what can happen right. when he turns up in general, let alone right. if he turns up on his birthday. Let me tell you about Granddad Triple. Here we go. Here we go. Let me talk about old Granddad Triple over here. And I know the Master Triple is going to time in just at the perfect time, no matter which story I choose. So either way, it's win win. My point is. <laughs> That weekend is gonna be lit because this guy has the capability of turning out Norwegian exchange students like it's nobody's business. <laughs> and I am not what? exaggerating. Yes, yes, y'all. I never told y'all this story. I heard this one. Okay, gather around, children. Story there's a time. lot. Of, there's a lot to be unpacked here. So you let's gather. Oh, look at the puppy. Oh, pup. Puppy visit. We do squish. Oh my oh. goodness. Anyway, you're telling the story. Right. So yeah. um, it was Wizard World. Thank you for that serotonin break, Ariel. We appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it was Wizard World way back in the before times. I think it might have been 2013, 2014. No, no, no. It was like 2013, probably. And <laughs> Lynn, Lynn Rickleson says Lenanigans. I'm looking it up in the dictionary now. You don't have to. It's right here. here it is. It's this guy. There you go. Lenanigans. Go ahead. And um, we are, it's like our first, one of our first Wizard Worlds together, right? Randy had gone home to be super dad and stuff. And so it was me, Eric, and Len. And I had gotten a room at the Ritz Carlton that weekend because it was my birthday weekend. This is like, this is his potential of turn up. It's somebody else's shit. This is how wild this one gets, okay? We go to the after party and it's kind of, you know, 
homogenous. Let's put it to you that way. But they start playing some grooves after a while. We start drinking. Everybody starts getting loose. and Everybody starts dancing and busting it up, carrying on. And this one girl comes up to us. She goes, you guys are so amazing. You're all so beautiful, especially you. Where do you come from? And Len was like, oh, and just kind of dance dips off. Like he invokes and Stephen Harris and just kind of flips <laughs> away for a second, right? Leaving me and Eric to talk to this girl who doesn't really speak good English, but is like trying to learn everything about us. And the music shifts, everything happens. We come back and we're all dancing or whatever. And we start like breaking it down. I think I might've started twerking. Yeah, fucking Eric was starting to twerk too and shit. He starts getting his fucking, his uh, kappa stepping on and shit. And here come Len, this Negro slides underneath the girl who's dancing, talking about some, ah, ah, ah. Like, oh my God. On his back, just kind of like shimmying underneath. They're not doing shit, just ah. Ah, ah, and then gets up and we could not shake her for the rest of the <laughs> night. She was like, I am from Norway. You are beautiful. I've never seen anything like you. Oh no, well, I lost him halfway through that. How much did you hear? <laughs> I heard that somebody was, sounds like they were having a, a existential crisis while they <laughs> danced away and that's what, that was what I got. <laughs> Well, is that correct, or did I miss a huge important part of it? I, I, I don't, I don't know if that was the actual cause, <laughs> but I know I got to watch the symptom. And uh, okay. did I tell you, Pippi Longstocking wouldn't leave Len alone for the rest of the night? I'm not playing. Like we had to like run interference so we could get out of there. He had an instant fan. She was like three steps away from. Sliding her, his sliding him her panties and shit. It was wild. Like I never saw anything like this. So you can only imagine what the big last final huzzah is going to be on Len's birthday, and we're all going to be delirious from and like sleep deprived and shit. It's going to be lit. It is going to be fun, ladies and gentlemen. You might just knock out and not wake up for the rest of the fucking show. Oh, you just made me miss outside and like <laughs> packed places and strangers yeah. and not scheduling things ahead of time mm-hmm. and being afraid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so much. You have no Four idea. times. You have yeah. No idea. Well, it's a good thing that Ariel's here because. You know, we have a ton of announcements, a ton of events that are planned for our Guinness world record longest live podcast ladies and gentlemen 60 hours straight april 16th through the 18th 2021 it's a good thing ariel's here it's a good thing tim is here as well diesel triple himself because we raising your hand for it, tim what's up tim yeah i know it's 60 hours but if you guys need to help i can like pass through for a moment to yeah, i was just about to put it out there yes. man for the diesel, oh, okay. funk, right. diesel yeah. funk team most definitely, I, I, I want to. I, I need y'all in. I need y'all in the building, man. I was going to put it out there, just like yo, you oh, family. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll definitely do that. All right, cool, cool. Because, but here's the reason why I need. I need you, Tim, because okay. Ariel will like this. It's a contest that we've been trying to do for a long time on the Tribbles. For some reason, we can never make it work. I finally have locked down with a caterer who was going to make this work. We are going to have an eating contest during oh, this no. 60 hours. <laughs> now. Well, wait, why am I excited about that? 
Because all the time I've thought about doing a uh, eating contest, the only thing you have ever said, Ariel, is like, well, all I know is I'm eating. That's all you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> you said, I don't care who else is in the contest. I'm in the contest. That is what you said. So I need to put it out there to, uh, to everyone. Now, we're going to have two separate contests in case Gabe wants to be part of the contest. So we're going to have a contest that is just vegetarian. That's an eating contest. And we're going to have a contest that for non-vegetarian. A dessert contest? Well, see, a like an ice cream eating contest. No contest. If you I say bacon, I'm there. I'd be pissed off all the time. I don't want to do that to y'all. Bacon. I'm trying to give it up. This is bad time to be giving it up. I'm, I'm going to say this. That sounds really intense. And but when it comes to the tribbles, if you guys recall, I don't do well in contests. I get blown out by you guys. Oh, that's right. Okay, we got you. Don't worry worry about that, Tim. Don't worry worry about that, Tim. I just need you to be a judge. That's all. Oh, okay, good. I was like, God, I'm already. I already got too much weight on me already, man. I can't eat anything. (laughs) Go ahead. Cool, I can be a judge. That's cool. What are these things that we're eating? Well, that's that's what yeah, I mean. what is it? Well, it, I, it I, used to be like a, a pancake contest or something. Well, yeah, pancakes, I, I could win. I would co-sign that. Well, see now, I, I would. I actually thought about pancakes. I did think about pancakes. My only uh, hesitation with pancakes, though, is that pancakes make you sleepy. So, mm, and so I was like, a, a, a ton of pancakes. Like we're already going to be fighting sleep. So, I, I what about what about cakes what make the, you sleepy? Is, is that scientifically proven, Len? It's heavy. When you're Carbon. eating, when you're, when you're carbo loading like that, your body either your body's going to either process it or it's going to store it, and yeah, yeah. it takes energy. So you're going to crash. Um, okay, so about- the best way around that is whoever is involved in this contest is coming off of their sleep rotation from the night before, or their sleep rotation okay. is about to come up. You see what I mean? It can't be in the middle. Right. So it has right. to be if, if it's teamed towards or or scheduled rather towards one side or the other, then you know the next crew coming in knows they have to be super energy or high energy rather, or you know, the bed area needs to be cleared so everybody else can get some rest because mm, pancakes. I'm telling you right now, tuh, I am a championship level fat girl. So <laughs> bam, 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 bam. Sorry, hon. I've been preparing for this. I am a gastric athlete. You see this gut, baby? <laughs> <laughs> this is real life, okay? This is what I do, Mr. Pritchett. And this is battle. Go ahead, Randy. Go ahead. Go ahead. If we gut battling, you don't want none of this. <laughs> Hold up, I got control. Show it, Randy. Show it, Randy. Wait a minute. Hold up. Let me take the control. Let me take the spanks up, bro. Let me take the spanks up, bro. Like, this is a good set of twins right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can can go. (laughs) (laughs) Fat Man Scoop, Brooklyn Clan. Fat Man Scoop, Brooklyn Clan. (laughs) Gabe, you were trying to get in. What were you going to say? I was going to say, what about like a big chocolate cake 
like the kid from Matilda. And I can just, you know. Oh, like, I'm roasting y'all on that too. No, that's I'm gonna I'm gonna follow up on that one. <laughs> just sitting there, just be by myself. Just that's supposed to be funny. smeared with chocolate cake, looking like a German whore. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why we never yeah, seen a Dustin Sloop ever again. Just, just all over my face, looking like some 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 German red light special. <laughs> just, just. <laughs> <laughs> Noli, Noli D said Kennedy and, and Randy, you're dead sexy, both of you. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, most, most, uh, most definitely. Uh, action figure expert, what's up, bro? Says, how about you guys eat some bar food, um, like some back bathroom crystal lumps? <laughs> back, back, what bathroom what? crystals? Bro? I don't know what he's that talking about. Terrifying. No, I mean, I make some real bomb ass teriyaki wings, so. Well, I was actually thinking about wings um, because wings is like traditional. Um, I, this is what I'm. Let me tell you what I was think, what I was thinking about, um, and let me see what I was thinking. I was thinking about wings. That's very traditional. I did think about pancakes, but I was worried about it being too heavy. But you know, Kennedy did make a good point. That, you know how you stage it. Pancakes is cool. I didn't want to do bacon as much as everybody loves bacon. And in and, and because- <laughs> Dante's like, screw you guys. I'm done. Fuck this shit. Right. Well, first of all, if we we had done bacon between Dante and Eric, the bacon wouldn't have made it in the house. There you go. See, that's all. That's the e-contest right there. We saved everybody. We saved Ariel who gave it up bacon. I'm in process. In process. Well, well, you might start that process sometime in May or June. You might want to start that. (laughs) But you ain't got to worry about it because, like like Lynn said, once it hit that door... <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead everyone's mm. heart and everyone's arteries. Right. Just got take you know, lighter. Right. Thanks. The first, it'll be the first time you see somebody take away on stretch on the radio show. Oh, like, oh man, he gone, huh? <laughs> no, <laughs> don't really take me outside the house. Just put that little pump in me and yeah, just keep me going like so I keep going with the show. I got things to do. Just go ahead. <laughs> Revive me at the show. Don't, don't take me out of the house. Just be like, make sure they get like put some audio mic next to it to be like, all right, clear. <laughs> oh no, no, you can't no, you can't have a microphone near you if you're getting <laughs> no, you know, just make sure you pick up the sounds you ain't gotta have it near, but just, just make sure you pick up that sound so you can still have some sound going make sure there's no five seconds dead air, be like yo let them keep going, let it go ahead, so we're still here clear, and we're talking about uh, some new things I, this is really distracting over here is, is he dead or is he alive? I don't know oh my god, that sounds, we're not making snuff, Dante uh, action figure actor snuff Action figure expert, he has amended things. I think um, says uh, Iron Man back bottom grills. Uh, uh, I think pig feet or or pickled eggs. That's what what he lands on. Pig feet or pickled eggs. Um, pickled eggs is is dangerous. Yeah, we got to be living with each other. We're gonna be yeah, farting. Like, what is like, that? No, <laughs> no. Thank you. Uh, George Camona says that bacon could be the prize. Um, Chocolate-covered bacon could be the prize. Ew, chocolate-covered bacon. Have you ever had chocolate-covered bacon? Sir. No, I've never had chocolate. Bacon dipped with anything. So I had the exact same reaction, Len, oh, friend of mine, for years and years and years. The exact same reaction. I said, who the fuck... What type of American capitalist bullshit is that? Like I went on a on a thing, and then I tried it, and then I was instantly upset that I wasn't the first one to think about it. 
<laughs> delicious. Like, I'm not playing with y'all. I don't know what chocolate covered turkey bacon is like, so I, I can't speak to that. But when I tell you chocolate covered bacon, it's like meat candy. It's the most delicious thing you don't need. <laughs> that doesn't even sound right, beet meat no, candy. It's so, it's so good. You get at the boardwalk. Same places you can get like deep fried Oreos and stuff. Same, oh, it's like, oh God. Okay. Mm. Well, we agreed mm. to keep Lynn's poor name out of this. I <laughs> 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 wasn't going to come back. I thought it was down low. <laughs> Gabe, I am so proud of you. How oh. is this the Well, that's the end of the show, folks. Thank you. Is it any yesterday that she was? Oh. Gabe, I just, oh my God, if there wasn't a pandemic, I could kiss you right in your fucking forehead. <laughs> that was oh a top tier pan seared roasting, my friend, and I applaud you for it. That was chocolate covered Oreos, my guy. Okay, so now I know we have to do an erotic fanfic read through one you and me we got to and that's your that's your stage name i'll be irish coffee right i'll be irish coffee you be chocolate cover you be um deep fried oreos let's get it i'm with it i'm with it all right oh, uh, oh lord uh liz wilkerson says how about bacon jam we actually had bacon jam before oh, it is good bacon is- jam yes yeah, yeah we had it we had it at, at Philly Cam. It was good. It actually was good. Um, you know, I wasn't there for that one. That's. Interesting. I don't think you would. It, I mean, you were on the show, but I think you might have missed that night. Um, probably. and everybody probably missed the, the bacon jam because Eric went in. Um, so. Fair. But it was. It was pretty. It was pretty dope. It was pretty good. I have to admit, it was so. Uh, Randy is back. Okay. So, uh, so yes, Liz, we we've tried bacon jam. Uh, and it's gonna that's gonna be lit. So, uh, so uh, real quick, we we talked about desserts, but uh, um, Gabe, what's a good? I mean, like because you're a vegan, right? You're vegetarian. not a vegetarian. Oh, you're a vegetarian. So, so that's why desserts would still work for you. Is that what you're you're saying? Okay, good, good, mm. good, good, good. Yeah. I'm not a foodie, but I do love sweet things. I have a very large sweet tooth. So, if it was something sweet, I could eat it, but. Just regular food, I I could care less. Okay, um, so <laughs> so so we'll do we'll, we'll do dessert. We're going to do nails. Mm, <laughs> Randy, your microphone. We're gonna fight. Yes. Yeah. Talk into talk into your mic, man. Talk into your mic, man. All right. Yes, All right. Thank you. Thank you. We're, Tim Fielder, ladies and gentlemen, is here tonight. Um, He's what, like, what am I doing what, here? What, what, <laughs> no, what? I, I, you guys, I, I mean, y'all clearly have been together for 10 years. Y'all crazy, man. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's what we do, Tim. It's yeah. what we do. I, I, 
see that. I see that. I've been going like, you know, after a while, I was like, y'all notice, I was like, well, it's unprofessional to drink tea. But then after a while, I was like, it's all good but tim um, before we get into to talking about what uh you know what's the inspiration for infinitum and, and everything that's going down with diesel funk i wanted to talk to you brother and okay. i'm glad you're back here because i wanted i think that in the world of black comic bookdom there is an opportunity that is being missed, and I wanted to run this by you, right? Okay. Right. I think in looking, just thinking about it when you were booked for the show, that in the okay. world of, of Black comics, there is a place for the pen and ink Avengers. Now, this is what I'm going to tell you about the pen and ink Avengers. I don't know if anybody noticed this. Ariel, Kennedy, and Randy, you're more steeped in the world of black comic books than the rest of the triples. Hold up. Look, time out. Look at Randy's album. Oh, he moved. He was sitting there perched and it looked like an album cover. Oh, I'm like the way, the way he was, yeah. it the was sitting there? dramatically lit with his flesh backdrop, since that's apparently what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Len. No, 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 no. It's, it's all, it's all good. I don't know if people know about this about Tim, and it's hard to tell if you look at if you look at Tim right here, ladies and gentlemen. As we blow him up, you see he's got the chiseled beard, you know, the salt and pepper going, and everything like that, you know, and you know, it, and, he, and he looks cool. He looks like everybody's favorite uncle, right? However, <laughs> yes, yeah, those are indeed the best kind, uh, Gabe. But what people don't realize is that there is another side of Tim that people are, are, have not checked out. And I'm going to present this for you, ladies and gentlemen, because I think, like I say, I think there's an opportunity being missed in the world of black comic books. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the real Tim Fielder right here. That's Tim Fielder. Ooh. Look, at, look, look, at this, look at this chiseled specimen right here. Ladies and gentlemen, look at him. No, no, I'm actually roughly I'm maybe ten pounds lighter there. What I was doing, I was doing the Shatner. I was sucking in, right? Mm, See? Mm. If you look here, it looks the same. Mm, mm, no, mm. I'm the same size and do this. Mm. Oh, no, but no. I did look. I did look, I did look sexy in that photo. I did. I did. Listen, listen to him. I did look sexy. I did look sexy. I did. I did. That's why we have it on the website. That's why we have. It. Now, this you. This is not the face of your average comic book creator, ladies and gentlemen. Average comic book creators don't look like this. They don't okay. look like Tim Fielder. Nor do comic book creators look like these three brothers right here. The brothers mm -hmm. Rivers from Power Comics. We have uh, Derek. Michael and Chris Rivers. Look at them. They are all at least wow. six foot 13, um, <laughs> 250 pounds of nothing but chiseled blackness right there. These are comic book creators. These are not your average comic book creators, ladies and gentlemen. And neither is this guy right here, Jamal Eigel, looking like Jamal Schwarzenegger, all chiseled out. 
award-winning black comic book creator. This is not what black comic book creators look like, ladies and gentlemen. These five men are super-powered black comic book creators. You don't believe us? Look at Tim Fielder in flight. Look at Tim <laughs> Fielder in flight, ladies and gentlemen. Right there, as you can see him racing to the rescue to save someone who, who obviously is having trouble. Uh, they probably It's probably like uh, Brainiac attacking New York, and, and Tim Fielder is flying in. He's going to be uh, starring in a new movie, Diesel Funk versus Godzilla. That is how bad this man is. I believe you, you five gentlemen are missing your calling as the pen and ink Avengers, Tim. And I'm putting it upon you. Can we make this so? Can we make this so, Tim? Make it so, Tim. Uh, I, I am prepared to, uh, in the closing 60 hours, I'm prepared to do some level of art for the Pen and Ink Avengers. I'm prepared to do that for all of you guys because y'all look like y'all been at this for about 10 years now and you need a break. <laughs> and I'm prepared to assist in that process. All right? So let me know what I got to do. Hook me up with these other four brothers there. And, you know, uh, Jamal, I know, the other cat uh, brothers, I need to meet them. And if they're down for it, I'm willing to make it happen. Yeah. So, All right. So here's the best part about including Tim Fielder in the Pen and Ink Avengers, right? If you wanted to get the blot and drip Revengers, like a super villain, like their anti-Justice League crew, he's got a twin. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he could be the evil twin, and we could build a that could be Eric Battle and and Stephen Harris. Yeah, I mean, it could be like the other. We could. Oh, come on, dog. We could put Chuck Collins in that, John. Let's go. Let's All right. go. All right. You could definitely put Chuck in there. You could definitely put Eric Battle in there. You know, I love I love Steve. I don't know what Steve can bro, ride. We know, we know what you leave that man alone. Power is. We know what Steve's superpower is, bro. We remember. So Oh, is, are you guys, are this yeah. So does it sound like it's like a a twenty four hour comic taking place within the six hour comic? Is that what you all are talking about? I wasn't even I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah, but... me neither. I was just thinking conceptually, like this, <laughs> you know, this 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 verses of heavy hitting black artistic creatives in the comic right. book world that don't look like comic book creators, like Len saying. Okay. Be creators versus. I mean, everybody said it would be a creator at this point, but it would still be like a cool Justice League Villain Society kind of jam going on. And that would be like, just me? Just me? No, I'm there. I'm there. Right. Go ahead, Randy. Go Can ahead, Randy. back to Tim's very cool Southern accent and how I think we were insulted. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all been doing this for 10 years. I think y'all need a break. Wait, what? I and it was so very, it was so very smooth and very lovely yeah. that it was like, yeah, y'all need to shut up for a minute. <laughs> that you said, bless your heart. Right? That was very that was very much a, a bless your heart. Well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> oh my god. Um uh Eternity Forever says Tim is jacked. See Tim? Is it see Tim? You, 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 no, Nolly G says, the, the Tribble Nation Look, disagrees. 
If if you take your arm, you press it against your chest, see how it expands? <laughs> I'm not jacked and far. I'm telling you, I was not jacked. I maybe looked jacked, but I was definitely not jacked. I was sucking mm-hmm. in and pressing flesh to make things look ex- expanded. Okay. And you all hold right, it. Right. You okay. hold it and you make your neck. See, you do that. You move your neck back to make sure. Make, okay, anyway, that's what I was doing. No, no, that's please it. continue to give us modeling um, advice. It's all about the angles. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> all about the angles. It's, it, you know, you don't know how it is. Right. The web is all uh, the manufactured, right? It's all manufactured. All of it. Okay. That's why I love COVID. Because you only have to worry about only what happens in there. Everything else can be a, a, a apocalyptic. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> Calvin Austin says that's a classic big man move. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent, Calvin Austin the second. Oh, Bear triple putting out trade secrets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All I, all I know is like Clark Kent used to set, tell that same story too. But n- n- next thing you know, he's pulling out his cape and he's fl- he's flying to the rescue, you know, mm-hmm. to save Lois. That's all <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But it's I all good. On that. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I was done. I didn't do any. That was the final shot. I didn't do any more after that. Okay. All right. So he retired his cape, and now he is he is with us, and he's got. Infinitum that he's bringing to the table, ladies and gentlemen. Infinitum, an Afrofuturistic tale that is on sale now for for your buying pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it is an amazing tale of one man's odyssey from African king to ruler of the stars told with breathtaking vision visuals infinitum is epic in every way engrossing powerful intelligent cinematic says jerry craft author of the new york times best-selling new kid that tells the story of a merciless king who is cursed to eternal life that is tim fielder's infinitum which is 200 did you say 280 pages yeah. of digital artwork yeah, roughly 280. Uh, you know, you have a little front matter and back matter, but about 280 pages. Wow. Nice. Nice, man. The idea was I wanted to okay. do something. That, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go. That's where I was going. Go. Where, what gave birth to this? What? Where did this come from? Uh, all right. All right. So I'll try to be concise. So uh, I used to take this class with this guy named uh, uh, Danny Dawson and NYU. I had gone back to school because I didn't want to be a school teacher anymore. So I said, I'm going to go find myself. So I went to school and I was complaining about all of these black movies that I wanted to see a black movie that was like Ron, which was Akira Kurosawa, those big samurai mm-hmm. epics. And I right. was constantly saying, I want to see a movie where you have a thousand Benin warriors fully kitted, kitted out in armor with muskets. That's mm. what I want to see. Yes. And finally, he said to me, Tim, they're not going to make that movie. You have to make it. And you ever had something like a splash of water in your face? You go, oh, and it hit me. Right. And unfortunately, 
I've now, since that time, had to continue to draw thousands of warriors. <laughs> Thank God for digital, because <laughs> now you can use duplicate. But mm -hmm. uh, that's what it's been. So Infinitum was my attempt to do a large-scale epic of, of Black life. I wanted people that look like everybody on the screen here. I wanted characters that were multifaceted. I wanted characters that had uh, a background, that had a history. Plus, since the main character is immortal, I could use that as a story to, a device to kind of like move the story through the farthest distant, distant past all the way to the distant, distant future. I mean, because, mm -hmm. you know, let's be frank. Black people, we don't live in the future. We don't live very long, right? We're out of the sidekick. We get killed just before the credits roll, right? And Black women, you know, sometimes aren't even present, which, you right. know, what in the world is that about? So yeah. I wanted to rectify all of that, not necessarily within the superhero genre, but within the hard science fiction genre. And uh, that was my attempt. And I'm happy to say, you know, don't want to, you know, I'm looking around, seeing if somebody's a sniper or something like that. But thus far, the response has been absolutely insane. Really? It's been, yes, it has. You know, I, yo, you guys know I did Maddie's Rocket. Maddie's Rocket right. was great, but yes. that was a modest success. You know, like, Ariel, you know, like, Tim, Tim, can you get into my store? I'm like, sure, but I didn't have any more books, right? Because, you know, right. I didn't make that many books. So I was right. like, well, how do I tell her? that I don't have any more books because I sold out of the, you know, 500 copies I had and I can't make any more, right? So, right. you know, time passed and I'm like, okay, hopefully she'll forget, right? But this time, <laughs> this time- I have, not, I have not actually forgotten. I know, but I was, this I was time- just talking about Maddie's Rock. <laughs> right, this time it's all over the planet. Mm. Which is weird for me because, you know, I was out of comics for decades and you come back and, you know, I'm the indie guy. You know, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah man. let me go on in the corner. Yeah, yeah, I'll sell my comics. Yeah, cool. But now it's like we had the American launch and now Britain takes place on March 4th, wow. which is crazy, you wow. know, so, so now I got to go through it again, you know, and, you know, a lot of people don't, you know, I mean, COVID sucks. But mm -hmm. it has absolutely revolutionized the way comics are sold. Uh, not just, I'm sorry, not comics, but books, trade books right. are sold. Now I'm on virtual book tour. You guys are one of my stops. Well, let me ask you, because like you said, you know, and there's no shame in it, but like you were definitely like the independent guy. You know, we'd see you at all the conventions and you'd be yeah. selling Matt, Maddie's Rocket or or just doing doing the art or, you know, just, just, just there, just being, you know, one of the yeah. guys hanging out and stuff. So how did you then make the leap? And of course, like you said, you, you were always still like teaching and in the background when you weren't doing your art, God bless you, you're one of those guys that was always like, you know, paying it forward and, and reaching back to supporting other brothers or, or bringing, um, teaching the, the art to other younger, younger kids and everything. That's always been your, your deal. But where do you then make the leap to getting the deal for Harper Collins for this book, as opposed to this idea, which I would imagine you probably just said, oh man, if I could do it, if I had found the time to do it. And next thing you know, you've got actually a book deal to do it. Well, I'm, I'm sure most of the sisters here will be able to relate to what uh, my answer. So uh, 
I had sold Maddie's Rocket and I had manufactured the graphic novel in my studio. I had a printer, the whole thing. And what I would do is I would go in front of the Apollo Theater on 125th Street. And it's, you know, it's totally legal to sell periodicals in art. You don't mm-hmm. need a permit. So I was selling. I was selling off those folks who get off the tour bus. Cool. And then I do a little social media. You know, I, I'm a, a you know a novice guy. I try to get a little uh, ratchet with it from time to time. But that's what I did, right? And it was cool. And I had a good run. I was on tour. What I call it's the a, Greyhound it's a picture bus tour. Of, of Tim naked with a copy of Maddie's Rocket just holding it. Covered in junk. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, right. He's got to do the... The stance. Suck in and pump up and out. There you go. See, no, there it is. So I, I'm talking with my wife, and 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 uh, you know, somehow it comes up that you know the idea of getting a book deal. And I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna get a book deal, you know, because I'm an indie guy. You know, they, they and they're not interested in me. You know, I'm an indie guy. That's my thing. That's what I'm gonna do. And she just looked at me and said, "Have you ever tried?" And I'm like, well, "What does she mean? How, how, have I ever tried? You know, I'm. You know, mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing. It's this and that and the other. As I said, you guys, now I'm seeing the the, the face of familiarity. And finally, uh, I just went. You know, I hadn't really tried. I really have not tried. And that was in March, April." of 2018 mm-hmm. uh and i went full time working on on infinitum during the summer and i had my black metropolis show which is my you know career retrospective that i revived once or twice and that was taking place in atlanta georgia and by the end of that show which went for like two months i was talking with a harper collins wow and hey I, you know, hey, what do you want me to say? I sold out. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Let me tell you, baby, it's nice. You know, it's not, I don't have to worry about printing. You know, I don't have to worry about, oh, God, you know, okay, I got this many copies. Uh, maybe I can ship them over here. Or, oh, you know, uh, how do I get the feeling? Yeah, that's right. They got the $1 bus. They got the, mm-hmm. the, the, the $15 Obviously, the the Harper the the Harper advance went to all the printing and not to the internet. Oh, he dropped out. We gotta get him back. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's back. I was riveted. I was on the what end of my that? chair. What happened? <laughs> anyway, you know, I want to say I want to take this opportunity to pause you and almost amend what you're saying. You didn't sell out, my friend. You leveled up. Exactly. That's the difference. Thank you leveled you. up. Thank you. Uh, I did. Uh, I, I, it's embarrassing to say, but yes. Uh, no. I did level no. Up. Well, why why, is, why do you say that? Why? Well, well you this go first, is why. Well, let me. I was going to ask, why do you say he's embarrassed? Why, why is he saying embarrassed? Well, because. Damn, Lynn. Supposed to be fun, not supposed to be asking these deep probing questions. Uh, uh, you know how it is. Yeah, I know. I just, you know, we know a lot of people that's been doing this a long, long time. 
Mm-hmm. A long time. And, you know, even me, you know, I started out in the 80s in comics. But, you know, when the industry crashed in the late 90s, I was out. I was right. raising my kids. I was in animation, game design. So when I got back in 2013, you remember I met you when I had done that graphic novel for Alex Simmons. Mm-hmm. Uh, for his character Blackjack. And I said, okay, I'll get back into comics. And to a certain extent, it's like, uh, why me? That's there. You know, right. it's like, you know, I know guys who they didn't leave. They, they were in the trench. They never left the trench. They were there. Right. Right. You know, uh, uh, and so there's that question. Uh, but then it got to why not me? You know, why not me? You know, I've been busting my behind for years and I consider my work to be good. It's not perfect. Obviously, I'm I'm imperfect. You guys know that. I, I make a very public errors, you know. But at the end of the day, I felt like the thing that the company responded to was a combination of both the written narrative. They knew, OK, we haven't seen this before. Right. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen that. We've seen it a little bit in, in prose, you know, you know, in K. Jemison. Right. That's that's not anything new in the prose space. Right. But big, big black epics, that's not that common. That's not already like you know, Black Panther is the closest we've had it. Mm-hmm. And you see little spot images here, there, but no fully you know, finished stories because it's hard to do that stuff. It's hard mm-hmm. to do it. And so I got picked up. Uh, I signed in summer of 2019. Uh, I was always working, even when before we had time, we were negotiating the contract. And uh, I signed in July, the end of the last day of my wife's class. I went to pick up in Brooklyn. We ate some food. I signed and I took the contract to Harper Collins. And um, it's it's is my life has been altered. I, I I'm trying to figure out. Well, how do you say? Well, you know, it's been fun. Nah, not all of it's been fun because it's a business. That's right. And what it is is that I had to get real and understand that no, I don't work for Harper Collins. I have a partnership with Harper Collins, and my job, my brother who who was my manager was uh, uh this is another brother that one that, who doesn't look like me, you know. He's like <laughs> understand that what you have your job now is your production house that's right your job is to make one high quality book after the other which was scary because i thought they were going to take maddie mm-hmm. that's what i thought right oh they're going to take man no problem that's a layup ah, done. <laughs> and the next thing you know you know he pushed infinitum and they maybe he slipped them some crack or something like that i don't know but they took it and uh, I guess I finished six months after I turned the book in in November of 2019. I was feeling sexy. I was like, yeah, I did my job. Woo, yeah, woo, ah. Right, and then right. uh, Schumberg 2020, y'all remember those posts that said summer 2020? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was ready, man. I was ready. I'm like, I'm ready to travel. I'm going to get my body right. I'm going to hit the road. You know, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'll go. I don't care. I'll go to, I'll go anywhere. That's because that's the way I do it anyway. Cause I like interacting with people when I'm selling the book. Right. You know, Cause it's fun. It's fun to me, you know? Um, but then COVID said, ah, get out of here with that. 
Yeah. And uh, and I was still working the first three months of last year because I had to make all these edits, which added another 25 pages to the story. Mm. And I turned it in in March of of uh, 2020. And, um, you know, it was supposed to have come out in October. But then, you know, they botched the COVID relief thing. And then it was pushed back to January 19th. And um, now it's like I'm doing. God, I, I didn't. I, you know, I can talk a lot. Y'all can see that. That's good. But That's all good, man. After a while, I was like, you know, after your 30th interview, you're like, how can I say this differently? <laughs> Mix it up. Got to keep it spicy. You Yo, know, what word can I substitute? Right. So you said something earlier that I just wanted to touch on for a mm-hmm. hot second, if I may. Mm-hmm. Um, when you were talking about you know, the beginnings of the partnership with this publisher, mm-hmm. you were like, mm-hmm. why me? And right. then why not me? Right. Why you? Because you are the type who enjoys doing promotional tours like this, like you're personable. And when you think about the idea of when, there's, <laughs> when you consider your, your peer group, right? We just right. ran down the gamut of, of other people right. who are, are essentially in your field who have been grinding um, to various degrees, just yes. as you have. And the purpose of somebody getting in that that crack, sliding in, getting that foot in the door, is to right. shoulder the door open for everybody else that is interested. Right. Because best believe, I need to pick your brain because I got stuff, I got stories I want to tell. You know what I mean? So I would value your insight and your experience for working with a major publisher like this. So please, 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 if nothing else, because I remember, Tim, when we first crossed paths and how, Mm -hmm. you know, congenial and stuff you were then. And I've seen your progression over the years. I've seen how nervous you were about certain stages. And I'm just like, no, dude, like you got this. Just, you know, stay true to what you want to do creatively and you know, keep your nose down and and just dig it out and look at what has happened. Please don't think of yourself as selling out, my guy. Please, oh no, no, please, no, no! I, I get what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And I think and, that and this I, is an opportunity that, like, you deserve because you've been working for it. You've been working towards it. Because we didn't I even have. get into the production part. Like, we didn't even talk about Diesel Funk Studios. Okay, we didn't right. talk about the Diesel Funk show yet. We're just talking about the print right. work. So right. I'm just like, take your flowers, okay? Right. Take your right. flowers. <laughs> it's something that I was telling uh, uh, one of my friends uh, who's uh, an Afrofuturist, and I was just basically stating to her that I'm so, you know, and, and granted, yeah, I have my neurosis. You guys know that. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I can't help that part, you know. But it's a feeling that you have prior to release. You have pre-release. Yeah than a feeling you have post-release. And once the book was out, uh, a wave of relief washed over me. That was the first thing. Because I felt, and then the reviews started coming out, which I know reviews on everything, but in my case, they were pretty damn good, right? (laughs) You know what I mean? Better to have good reviews than bad reviews, right? Amen. But the most important thing to me is... um, I just wanted to make us big. I want to make us big. Does right. that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I wanted to make us big. You know, not 
Yeah, you know, Maddie is 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 a more individualized story because it's based on my 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 grandmother and you know Bessie Coleman. But Infinitum, I want it to be big in scale that we don't see enough of us on the mainstream level. Yeah, sure, you can go to the indie stuff that's everywhere. Have Maddie's Rock was one of them, right? But on mm-hmm. the mainstream level, I felt like a certain level of responsibility that you know. Uh, uh, that okay, Jerry's got the middle uh, grade game down. Okay, good, he's doing a great job. Kirkus, Newberry's all right, he's good. I'm like, thanks, Jerry, for making making it more difficult. I don't know if I can win all those awards, right? <laughs> yeah, you're like, Damn, you know, you have to win every award, man. You know, you leave one, you know. <laughs> but now it's like, okay, I want to show because this is this is. It it works on several levels for me. On one level, it's like I want to the community at large, not just the American community, but the world community. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I wanted to do something to, I'm not going to use profanity. I I want to show these mugs. I want to show them. Okay. I'm going to show them. Right. That's the first thing. Mm -hmm. Second thing. Is Afrofuturism uh, has been practiced for centuries, even though it wasn't called Afrofuturism. It's right. Just the ability to see yourself where you are into the future. Sometimes you look in the past to move towards the future. Okay, we got that. Right. That's very much uh, some of the best works have been done by African Americans. I wanted us to feel something. Mm-hmm. I wanted that. And then I wanted to, you know, uh, it's it's one of the, the and, and uh, my friend Natasha got me straight on this about comparing myself to prose writers because that was really the only reference I had sometimes for the type of work I was doing. Mm-hmm. She said, well, no, you draw, you write and you draw. So you don't have to get into that. And it's like, I wanted a woman who looked like Ariel as the queen. And if you look at that picture... The way, no, I'm serious. I'm dead serious. The way skin drops off of the, the light drops off of her skin is a certain way that that has to be painted. Now, there are some filmmakers that do it, right? A lot of filmmakers, uh, black filmmakers, uh, uh, have uh, black aesthetics, right? They, like, yeah, thank you for putting that up. I want it people to be women to be able to look at this story and to see someone that look like themselves. And if I could achieve that, but give those characters agency, right. Mm-hmm. Then I did my job. Uh, I wanted to produce a story. Now, now look, I'm as an illustrator, I'm all right. I'm good. But you know, the, I, I knew I have limitations in certain areas. I have strength in other areas. But whatever it was I did, I wanted to make sure I went in 1,000% that you guys knew, okay, he he worked really hard to do this book. So I wanted the fandom, fandom, our community, mm-hmm. to feel like this for us. Right on the mainstream level, like I say, the indie part we, we we've been doing that for years. But on the mainstream level, I want you guys when you go out, they say, "Yeah, but you know this type of stuff." We don't know how this would do on the international level. I want you to just be able to hand in for that. Moses, just look at that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That was I wanted it. 
It's not the end of the conversation, but I wanted it to be a sound voice within that perspective. And uh, I worked very, very hard to do it. Uh, but at the same time, I wanted something that was going to be fun. Mm-hmm. I wanted something that was going to be sexy. You know, the, the, you know, men are men and the women are women. You know, I wanted a little bit of that. I wanted to pay homage to Charles Saunders. I wanted to pay homage to uh, uh, Chip Delaney, Samuel R. Delaney, who's, you know, a gay man. And there's a point where there are elements of that in there because I want to pay homage to those people who allowed me to get to where I am, who allowed all of us really a space to kind of like be free to like, oh, okay, it's, okay. it's, oh, it's, it's safe to do this. Mm-hmm. That makes sense what I'm talking about. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's what it was. And, and, uh, and then it was my kids, you know, I wanted my boys, this book is dedicated to my sons, 20 and 21. And I wow. wanted them to know that, uh, you know, because, you know, Lynn, I know you have a, a, a daughter, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. right. That's right. Yeah, I remember. You know, and, you know, these kids, you know, that, you know, you know how to get them. They're your kryptonite. How can we get to them? I know. <laughs> Do something to his children. You're like, oh, you know, <laughs> you know it's bad, man. It's kryptonite, you know. But I wanted something because those dudes stuck with me when when I was still trying to find out who I was and what I wanted to do. And uh, they've 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 been uh, soldiers for me. And I wanted to do something that was big and epic for them. And uh, it is the. You know, it's nothing like them seeing the book, you know. Uh, you know, because my parents saw the book too, they're in the 80s, but those guys, because they saw, they saw it. And uh, there's a certain, uh, when I when that happened, there was a certain level of uh, personal gratification, I guess I should say. Oh, dog, I, I, I feel you. Um, one of the, as, as, as cool and great as the Tribbles have been, and, and outside of my daughter, it's probably been the most... Right successful thing that I've ever been uh, a part of and, and proud to be a part of, you know, and, but there's not a moment uh, that uh, a moment that I am enjoying this, that I don't stop and think, damn, my dad didn't see it. You know, my, my dad didn't make it to see, to see troubles. And it, it, it's nothing like the gratification of, you know, when, you know, you know, it, my mom never listened to the Tribbles a day in her life. A day in her life, my mom never listened to the Tribbles. But every time we got together, she would be telling people, yeah, Len's on the radio with the, what's it called? The Dipples? What is it called, Len? <laughs> bring, me, bring me the flyer. Bring me the flyer. Dude, it's Tribbles. It's Tribbles. Damn, how's everything going with Infinitus? <laughs> <laughs> Mom, it's infinite time. It's so cute. Tim, Tim, give me some of the infinite And it's like, uh, so I'm telling you, this continues to happen. We repeat over and over and over again. But I would have to say my parents totally dig it. Uh, They love the book. Uh, uh, And you know, uh, you know, it's good. Tim, 
I need 30 copies. Mm-hmm. You come my friends are like, Mom, I, I, I can't give you 30 copies, dear. I, you, know, I, you know, so that's, that's basically that thing. So it's, it's, it's been an incredibly gratifying experience. A lot of things on the near horizon that are coming, uh, which, you know, some of the stuff I obviously can't talk about. Some of it you can kind of like pretty much guess mm-hmm. the things are inevitable. Uh, 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 but yeah, yeah, it's, it's been a wild ride and apparently it's not over yet. God bless, man. Thank you. I'm so happy for you. Was the, was the idea always for it to be? Cause you know, I, I showed, we showed the, the cover for, uh, Infinitum, ladies and gentlemen, Infinitum is on sale everywhere now, ladies and gentlemen, you you can go check it out. Actually, uh, in the comments, uh, where, where did I see it? Uh, Everteen Forever uh, said, checked out Infinitum at Barnes & Noble a few weeks ago. Sadly, they only had one copy. It's a huge so sellout. To which Hal2814 said, I'm going to check my local Barnes & Noble to see if I can find it for you forever. So people are already um, looking on, on the lookout for the book. Uh Everton so said uh, you are the opposite of a sellout. Um, what this book needs to be is sold out. Amen. Oh, Malika oh. Create says, yeah, Tim. Uh, hey, shout girl. Out. Leave me uh, alone. I know her. That's one of my students, man. Get out of here with that, girl. Leave me alone. <laughs> and Noli says, he got me all kinds of emotional, grateful for you all. Where can we purchase a copy? Like I said, it's on sale everywhere. It is on sale at bookstores everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Infinitum by Tim Fielder. Um, I'm so happy Liz for you, is literally buying it right now. <laughs> See, yeah. Th- there you go. There you go. Liz, Liz Wilkinson, love the color cover buying it now thank you thank you so much that's it's been weird a lot of uh man there's only one copy left i'm like really you know so that's been happening over and over again or i've been inundated yo man i just bought the book can you sign for me if i mail it to you can you sign it and mail it back i'm like uh i I, you know i gotta figure that part out because how do we do that (laughs) without a person getting infected with covid right 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 it's don't lick the book. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, but you gotta lick the envelope so you don't know. You know what I mean? It's, Point. It's like, you know, the envelope so. may as well lick the whole book. No, no, you get a glue stick to seal the envelope. You got a right. glue stick. You right. That so that's that's something. Uh, in fact, uh, uh, one of the things that they just sent me are book plates. Oh, so I have to mail book plates out. So don't worry, Ariel. Uh, I got you covered. Nice, thank but, you. But, uh, don't worry, yeah, I do. I'm gonna have to make up for my sins, so don't worry about. It. So, but, but I got you covered. It's just, um, it's been, you know, you know how you think you said, man, that really, man, that that really looking like a duck, but nah, it can't be a duck, man. But it's quacky, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's quacky. You're like, nah, that's definitely, most certainly, not a duck. But you it's know, been pan seared. But he's got it roiling, things, based you know, in and, its own juices. Yeah, and you know then I mean? you realize, okay, nice and right. crispy on the outside, looking real it's good tough. over a bed of rice and some vegetables. <laughs> so that is what it is, and uh, I'm, you know, 
you know, I, 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 I'm confident in what I do, you know, you know, and even if I'm not confident, you know, it's acting, you know, it's like, you guys do the show. Sometimes you probably don't feel that well, but nobody cares about your feelings, you know, so you better (laughs) perform. And that's the way I see it. It literally, literally is the way I see it. It's like, okay, if you're going and you're in front of someone who's buying your book, your job is to give those folks something of value. That's right. And 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 if you know, Lord, I have to fart. Nobody <laughs> cares. Hold it in and give those folks something of value. No. Yes. So so here's what you do. You increase the value by holding it in and then when it gets to the point where it's too much, <laughs> you, you slowly let it out or you right, crop, right, you right. crop that's dust. A that's a you crop dust and spread the wealth. <laughs> To right. your neighbors. Oh there right. you go. There you go. No sense in being backed up. Let that creative, let, let that, let, that let vapor that vapor go. Let that vapor go. All right. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> uh, and Stephen Harris says, Bianca says she is very proud of you, Tim. Oh, thank from- you. Uh, you know, and that's the thing. I first met, oh, God, Stephen and Bianca. Good God. This is like 1990. Four or ninety-five, because uh, this was at the Children's Arts Carnival, and I was teaching cartooning. I took over after uh, Michael Davis and the crew that would go on to do Milestones. Uh, my, my I, 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 right, I, I took over the program, and I must have run it for like two, three years, and then Steve came in. I think Steve took over after that, and uh, you know, it's and I thank you for saying that, Bianca. I really appreciate it because you know she's an artist, an artisan, and uh, uh, it's always fascinating when you can see people their through line, mm-hmm. for better or worse, you know, and of course, you know, Bianca and Steve are like the first couple, you That's know what right. I mean, you know, they've been together since like the dinosaur age, you know, Jurassic, you know, hey, Steve, what's happening, how's the, how's the Tyrannosaurus doing today, you know, right. <laughs> for like forever, uh-huh. you know, uh, and and so damn, it, did it, he just low key call them old, y'all? Oh no, no, we are old. In the front of the book, in the front of Infinitum, and I'll just recite this story. So, back in 2016, there was uh, I was putting on the first Black Metropolis show. I had all my artwork on the walls. Nervous, and one of the curators, young lady. She's going through the artwork and my brother and I are there and, you know, we're just seeing everything come together and she's sorting through the work. And as as a curator, her job is to document and catalog all the work. So as she's going, she suddenly stops and goes, oh, my God. And we look at her. She's like, you're some kind of OG Afrofuturist. (laughs) And I looked at my brother. I said, man, did she just call me old? (laughs) <laughs> and her face she went she was horrified because she thought she had offended me but I knew oh I got her right and I looked up and, yes baby you're right I am an OG Afrofuturist I am a big with the baby girl. too smooth you know as what I'm eggs. saying I'm I'm this OG smooth as eggs I'm sorry nothing just talking trash <laughs> yeah, no, but it was good. So, so yeah, did, we've been around for a long time. But it's what I was—I was—I uh, saw Malika online. Uh, 
this is one of the things I would always tell my students is a digital technology has so dramatically disrupted the old way of, right. of, of, of who makes and who consumes. It's like, it used to be a person my age, I'm 54. I'd be put out the pasture by now. I'd be mm -hmm. done. But now, particularly with COVID, where they went through 10 years worth of content in 10 months, right? When you're starting to see them grabbing Nigerian dramas and putting That's it on right. Netflix. That's right. That lets you know that that person who didn't leave their home, all they've been doing all day is Netflix and chill, right? That's all they've been doing for one year straight. So mm -hmm. now there's a demand That's right. uh, for us, for what we do. And they don't care if you're young. Old, gay, straight, they don't care. They're like, can you get it done? Do you have stories? Right. You got stories? Okay, come over this way. We got something for you. That's so right. to answer your question, uh, uh, Kennedy, this is what I tell people. And this is my thing. It's a spill, but I'll give it because the spill is useful to know. First thing you must do is finish. That's right. The second thing you must do is finish. So if you're doing a comic. Right. And I know because I went through that. You don't want to release one issue every 10 years. Right. You want to try your best to be consistent. Now, you can't easily release a book on a monthly level because even the companies that do that have the financial infrastructure in place to do that. They have the personnel in place. So you're right. not trying to do it. What you're trying to do, what I tell people, go for once a year. Always try to do once a year. Right. That's the first thing. Next. There is a tsunami coming. Uh, as something I was talking about with uh, uh, one of my friends. And that tsunami is the direct sales market is going through a bit of disruption now. Very difficult for a lot of stores out there. Uh, and the stores that tend to do well are those stores where the owners are very personable. Ariel's an expert at that. A master, master, uh, 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 you know, it's one thing that, that, that Ariel has to store, but it's another thing to how she is able to market and promote her store. There's just not too many people that even promote businesses as well as she does. National media presence, uh, online presence is just yeah, uh, whatever you can do. Yeah, yeah, you can look and blush all you want. I'm telling you what it is you do because people see that. People see that, and it's it's like stores are going to have to adjust to take on not just regular comics. They're going to have to take on trade books as well. Right. So, comic book stores are going to have to become bookstores. Mm -hmm. That's what's happening. That's from the vendor's point of view but from the creator's point of view it's like i've told some of my friends are like god so i couldn't like i couldn't tell them i had a deal right right i or I, they knew i had a deal and they were like what should i do and i would tell them move quickly mm -hmm. move quickly meaning we on the clock that's the one line i love out of the avengers we on the clock meaning that you don't want to be five years from now just getting to your concept you want to be five months from now. That's right. That's, that's right. That's, that's, that's for every creator out there. 
who bust their behind and even the ones who don't. Uh, and also, here's another thing. And this is something, you know, the trade industry, you know, it's like you have these fantastic artists in the comic book industry, right? Great, you know, masters of their of their domain. In the trade industry, they don't even know who they are. That's right. The editors don't even care. The editors in the trade industry, unless they're specialized editors, you know, like John, John Jennings, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, but that's that's not normal. That's not the norm. That's John because John's a nerd and a whole, you know, that he can't help himself, right? <laughs> but for the average editor in the trade industry, Raina Telgemeier is their standard. Right. Dave mm-hmm. Pilkey is the standard. Jerry Kraft is the standard. They don't mm-hmm. care that a person draws like Todd McFarlane. They don't care. You, you know, so I say that that if you have an art style that is not, and I'm putting up my quotation fingers here, that is not the standard in regular comics, there's a place for you in the trade industry. That's right. You just have to make sure that you produce uh, at least a solid manuscript. At least a solid manuscript. You have to do that. Nobody cares that you're tired. Nobody cares that you got job problems or money problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had those. You know, nobody cares that, oh, well, you know, I have a an ailment. They don't care. If you want this, you literally must move heaven and earth to go get it. Amen. And I and I can say, I mean, who knew this would happen? I would be that person. I could say it works. Because people see, I know the reason why I was picked up because one, my work is good, but two, I, I don't have no problem with interfacing with the audience. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem coming on the black tribbles and making fun or doing whatever I got to do. I don't have a fun. Uh, I don't have a problem with when I have books. I'll go to Ariel. I'll go to her store, and I won't just be sitting in the corner. I'm like, okay, you're gonna have a workshop, right? I'm gonna work with kids, right? <laughs> right. Be you know, inter- interactive. Like, you understand what I'm saying? That's why Deshaun Burke brings me back because they know, oh, I'll entertain the hell out of some kid for three hours. No, come on, come here, come here, come here. I got you. I got you because it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun. And you can't look at just doing the art as the project. The project right. is you conceive, you create, then you deliver to market, and then you promote. That's I have nice. a theory that's called the perpetual book tour. It never ends. Yeah. It goes into perpetuity. But why? Somebody's born every day. There's a new book reader every day born. That's right. Right? Yeah. And you that's what you're doing. People are like, what's that? Margin uh, Satrapi does Persepolis. That book came mm-hmm. out what? Early 2000? Like, yep. Still. Insane. Insane. She flies over, you know, she does uh, on her tour and she creates an entire new generation of readers. I'm telling you, you look at the art in her book, that stuff is really stripped down. It's very iconic. Very. very it's not Jim Lee. That's not it. So nobody cares about the fact that you don't draw like Jim Lee. All they want is they want compelling stories, fantastic characters, and they want to know that you 
you willing to to put your body into it? That's what they want to know. Sorry, I was wrestling with it. No, 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 no. Nathan Nathan Vertel says he needed this tonight. Definitely. Calvin Austin just ordered it on Amazon. Thank you. So already already there. Uh, you said that you're old and you're and Steve and Stephen Harris is old and George Kamona says that's right. Steve is old, so uh, he's George, definitely George Kamona. Don't need to be talked about nobody's age, man. Hey, you you saw I shut up. But one of the things one of the things <laughs> you, you you pointed out you you kind of you touched on a little bit. I and um, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, give you an opportunity to expound on it a little bit. Is that mm-hmm. The story started with you, you know, taking the chance of going out for for a book and pushing for a book deal, but at the urging of your wife. And I wanted you to expound a little bit more on exactly what part she plays in the you making that move and what part she plays in you just being the success that you are. Right. Well, uh, when I married uh, my wife, uh, Melanie is her name, and Melanie, uh, Melanie Maria Goudreau, one of the baddest playwrights that's ever lived. Uh, uh, she's, uh, uh, and, and you know, I, marrying her was so interesting because I was with someone who is as insane as I am, which already is interesting. <laughs> and then I was someone who had an intrinsic um, understanding of the creative process. That you cannot pay for that. You cannot pay for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some people who you're with, mates, you know, and they they see what you're doing, but they don't take it seriously, or they don't understand it, so they don't understand it. So it's not something you should be doing here, right? right. And with male. If Mel doesn't understand it, she gets out of the way. She just lets me do it anyway. Sometimes she'll even complain about it. But she always understands that process. And I have to do the same thing for her, you know, obviously, because you, when you're doing a play, you're working with her last play. had 18 people in it. Mm, 18, wow. it direct, 18 people called uh, the White Blacks. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, uh, story set in New Orleans because I married one of them Creole sisters from New Orleans. Man, they're great. I love them. But uh, <laughs> so, uh, Mel has been, you know, how you can mark how things change. You know, okay, this happened and that happened. So, yeah, right. definitely my wife altered the course of my life, uh, altered it in such a way where, um, you know, before AD and BC, yeah, it's definitely that type of feel and stuff. And she's uh, the thing I get pleasure out of now. She's not here. She's gone to Vermont now, right? And I, I, I feel proud that I'm able to say, you know, you're going to Vermont. She's going to Vermont to house it. Yeah, you don't. You can do work. She, she's a teacher, but don't take on too much work. I got you. Mm. But what I need you to do now is I need you to write your stuff. Mm. Right. Her you know what I mean? I need you to, you know, if you're going to write this play or you're going to write your novel, which you've been working on for about three, is now three months, have it done. Mm. That's where we are now. 
And uh, uh, it's, it's, you know, no marriage is perfect as always, you know, I, I can be a bit of a butthead as you guys. Well, now it's been reported. Some of the reports are true, you know, <laughs> some of them are false, but some of them are true. <laughs> but uh, uh, that's the thing. It's very much a part. Change of ideas, but also emotions and feelings. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, love her, the woman. I love the ground she walks on. I'm also frustrated by her because you, you know, you know, guys, when you married to a wild woman, you have to understand clearly what you married. You Amen. Married, you know, a Holly homemaker, you married a wild woman. And to a certain extent, it's like, you know, what does the tiger say? You know, that tiger, that tiger went tiger. <laughs> you know, that's what it is. It's like you understand that 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 energy is just. It's one of the reasons why you want them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you don't want that to go away. You just have to learn to live with it. That's cool. I'm sorry. Did I answer your question? I know I went on, uh, uh, you know. Liz Wilkerson says she loves how Tim face lights up when he talks about his wife. <laughs> don't tell her I said nothing like that. I don't want to be the big head. I want to be the big head, you know. <laughs> and, um, uh, Everteen Forever says this is the best live stream ever. And appreciate Thank that. Everteen, uh, Everteen also had another comment that I wanted to touch on. I had a very special request that they wanted to send out um, to Ariel. Uh, Everteen Forever says, Ariel, will you be my uncanny Valentine? Oh. <laughs> you trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> that's cute the intrigue the drama the oh, okay well mm. well uh, stay tuned ladies and gentlemen we're not going to leave her you know have her make a decision right now whether or not she's going to be <laughs> look at Gabe's face Gabe was like mm. hey <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's dope. Infinitum, ladies and gentlemen, by Tim Fielder. It is on sale everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you. And and here's the cover again, in case you you didn't miss it. You missed it. That's what you can look for in your bookstores. If it's not there, tell your bookstore that you want it. Tell your bookstore that that you want it so that they will order it. That's the one thing you've got. You've got to show the demand for these books because this, and and this because here's the real deal and here's the dirty little secret. As cool as this book is, and I love this book. I love the cover. I love everything about it. Uh, this book should be in every bookstore, and it it should be hard to be sold out because it should not only be in the ever-present corner where they put all Black authors, but this book should also be in the science fiction uh, area as well. It should also be in the graphic novel. There should be up to four to five places in the bookstore where this book should be. So when you go demand for this book, stand in the science fiction area and said, I heard this great science fiction book, Infinitum. I don't see it. I see all this stuff here. You've got one... 
five shells of Star Trek. Where's Infinitum? I want Infinitum. <laughs> throw, throw a fit in there. You know what you do. You know how we do. Make it happen. Get this in the stores. It's fantastic, all of y'all that is buying this online, but you know you got to make these bookstores. You got you to make them want us in there. Show them that we come to those stores as well. We don't just read Jet and Ebony and Black Enterprise and all that stuff. We don't just read all the, you know, Pimpology. I also have to say, all of the social media posts, when you guys post covers of the book, y'all make tweets, what Lynn just did, the editors and the managers at the companies, they see that. That's right. They really do see it. It's not like you guys are operating in a vacuum. So that's like, okay, why is he doing 15 billion interviews? One, because I have to. And two, I talk too much. So it's no problem, right? The things work together. <laughs> but the reality is, is that they see that. They see that. And so it's not, it's, it's, you're not just doing it throwing your energy out into a vacuum. Trust me, the bookstores, the booksellers, they see that stuff. They see that stuff. And and granted, you know, there's some stuff I can't talk about, but don't worry, I got us covered. We're going to be just fine. We're going to be all right. All right. Be all right. That's cool. All right. That's cool. All right, look at this. Look at, look at that. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I knew it, man. <laughs> man, get offline, girl. Go away. Don't do it. I had to put it in the car, man. I was happy. She, you know, I had hired this dude to, to, to put, you know, it was snowing. And she was like, I'm going to go out and deal with the man with the snow. I'm like, no, don't do that. But I just want, I'm like, don't be a control freak. I, I, I went talk to the guy. I'm going to pay him 40 bucks. He gonna sweep the car out. I'm like, he's never seen you. He don't know who he is, and I'll take care of it. <laughs> uh, for those, li- did, for those listening, for those listening, we 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 heard from Melanie Goodrow, who said he is that's my baby king right there. She uh, giving a shout out to her, Mr. Fielder. So Thank beautiful. You. Thank you, dear. Beautiful. Um, Tim, I don't, I don't even know what else to say, man. Thank you so much. You have, you have made this a great, great show, man. Well, this is- you guys have been awesome. Uh, I, I never forgot the uh, the uh, conventions, uh, the, that stuff that you guys did. Uh, uh, you know, you guys were awesome, and I appreciate you know th- th- that you were doing it when I was really starting to get into it. And you guys made us feel very comfortable. I've always been appreciative. And of course, Kennedy, I never forgot your statement. Don't worry, Diesel Funk Show is definitely not dead. Can't go into Good. it. Good. Good. Oh, Good, you, you, they ain't gonna keep these guns. They, they keep <laughs> these guns down. You know, you know, you fronting. I ain't got no guns. Please, please. We know what he's doing. He know what mm-hmm. he's doing. That's right, Malik. Uh, Oh, they're looking at the kitty. They're looking at the, they're looking at all these pets on on tour on the show. There you go. Oh. Oh. I, I, I was looking to see if, if Ariel was going to run and get jealous and, and get, look. no, Remy's Remy's probably asleep downstairs with her dad. Got you, got you. 
All right. All right. Uh, we are going to be shutting this down, ladies and gentlemen. But again, I just want to remind you that uh, it's going to be coming up. A very April will be here sooner than you know it. The Black yeah. Tribbles, as we go for the Guinness World Record lo- Longest Podcast, 60 hours, Friday wow. through Sunday, April 16th through the 18th, 2021. It's going to be live. We're actually... For the first time in over a year, the Black Tribbles are going to be in one building together for this event. We are going to actually be huddled masses in my domicile. I am sweeping the floor as we speak. Um, Well, I've got somebody doing it. Um, It's going to be a whole lot of fun. We're going to have eating contests. We're going to have live radio dramas. We're going to have uh, the, the, the Diesel Funk squad is going to be here we're going to have a very special chair that i'm having decorated just for and stephen harris they're oh, going wow. to be here we, 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 are, we are going to have so much fun ladies and gentlemen and i invite you all while you're looking for uh infinitum if you're looking for anything that goes down with black comic book the black comic book community whether it be the artists whether it be the books whether it be the stores i invite you to to make sure to check out the access guide to the black comic book community 2020 2021 it drops february 17th but you can order it now at comicbookaccess.org you can check out that book it's got a forward by our very own Uncanny Trouble herself, Ariel Johnson, at the front of the book. It's a great, uh, great add to your library. So check that out. The Black Tribbles, as always, like and follow us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Subscribe on YouTube at Black Tribbles. Go to blacktribbles.com, Philly's number one geek radio show and podcast. Email us at blacktribbles at gmail. Dot com. If you like Gabe, you can check out Gabe on the Ghouls Next Door at Ghouls Next Door, the world's most intelligent horror podcast. I'm telling you, you will get scared and learn something while you're doing it. Believe me, it can happen. Check her out there. If you like the Friday Night Delight, Dante, you can check him out tomorrow on the Infinity Equation. Every Available everywhere that you find podcasts. Look at him. <laughs> That's right. Thanos is in the building, snapping it up, ladies and gentlemen. And the First Lady of Tribbles is, the, is also down with two other podcasts she's 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 a podcast machine check her out on the away team as well as women at warp two of the dopest star trek podcasts out there available everywhere that you can check out podcasts all right and ariel you can always find her at Amalgam Comics and Coffee House at Amalgam Philly, the first comic book shop on the East Coast, owned and operated by a black woman. Go to AmalgamPhilly.com, wherever you are on this planet, and order from that store. They got er thing. Er, er thing. Including Don't. infinitum. See? There you go. There you go. There you go. Burying the lead. That's what they do. Boom. Yeah. Get it right there. That means it. don't buy it from Amazon anymore. Don't <laughs> order it from the from the from the Bezos beast. Order it from Amalgam. <laughs> I, I, I got I got a pack. Don't worry, I'm gonna send them to you, Ariel. All right, all right. Thank you. I'm gonna sign. Yeah, I, I got you covered. So all cool. Right. 
There you go. All right. Ryan, what's going on with my show mission this month? Uh, uh, well, well, well. Thank you for asking, Kennedy. Uh, you can check me out every t- Tuesday on the Michaud Mission, which is a two men, one podcast. Every black film ever made. We are reviewing black westerns this month. Uh, uh, we are doing from 1974. This coming week, we're doing Thomasine and Bushrod. And you'll definitely want to check us out the last week of the month when we finally sit down with a long-requested Wild Wild West starring Will Smith. So check out the MishoMission.com or check it out. We're available where all podcasts are. What's up, Tim? Uh, Maddie's Rockets next. Nice. Oh, okay. All right, that's see? Um, that's the next book. Just wanted to say that. See, see, promo, promo, promo. Everybody, everybody's got promos. That's what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody's got shows. Oh, dope. The ghouls next door said, I just bought some books from Amalgam Online. It's super easy. Yes. (laughs) All right. All right. We got to get out of here, ladies and gentlemen. For Tim, real quick before we go, if people want to connect with you on all the social medias at every place, how they how do they do so? Facebook, Diesel Funk, Twitter, Diesel Funk, Instagram, Diesel Funk. <laughs> www.dieselfunk.com. There you go. There you There's go, lady. Hashtag branding. <laughs> all right, we gotta get out of here for the Diesel Tribble, for the Uncanny Tribble, for the Horror Tribble, for the Dark Joker Zen Tribble, for the Storm Tribble, for the Super Saiyan Tribble, for the Master Tribble, for all you Tribbles out there in Tribble Nation. This is the Bat Tribble in parting, we say. Hailing frequencies closed, Captain. I'll do it. I'll do it. Billy Trigger. (laughs) 